So inflation is on the rise. Uh, this is a, a bit of a surprise because inflation really hasn't risen since it was at its peak at 8%. Uh, and we are kind of setting the stage now for an increase in mortgage arrears. This is the Mississauga Life, and I am Sean Jaffrey. Okay, so inflation was at its peak at about 8%, and it started to come down because of the increased interest rates, uh, rate increase after rate increase, and we came down, I think we brought it all the way down to 2.8%, which was uh, great. It seemed like everything was working, and then the uh, the inflation actually went up in July from June to 3.3%. Uh, a large chunk of this as we mentioned before, has got to do with the interest that's being paid on mortgages. So it's sort of like, I don't know, it's like a downward spiral in that case. The higher the mortgage rates get, the higher inflation gets. And not everybody has kind of renewed to the newer mortgage rates. Uh, I believe we're going to be about 70% of people this year that would have renewed to the latest rates and 100% by the end of next year. So, I mean, you know, there's some work to be done in that department. Expect more inflation volatility to come. We have more challenging base effects on debt given the low monthly prints from August and September, which will drop out of the annual data set over the next two months. So the inflation surprise caused a repricing in Bank of Canada's rate expectations. Markets are now pricing in a roughly 30% chance of a 0.25% hike at the September meeting, but a close to 90% chance that we'll see a hike by the end of the year. That would bring the Bank of Canada overnight rates to 5.25%, the peak expected by the market before rates begin to decline in mid-2024. There is a bit of a recession watch. Markets are still expecting a 4% overnight rate by the end of 2024. 25, which would mean five-year fixed rates still in the mid-5% range two and a half years from now. That seems unlikely. The reality is that once the economy shifts gears and inflation cools, we tend to get rapid cuts uh, that come in big chunks. Interest rates tend to take the stairs up and the elevator back down. There's also a very good chance that the recession is probably coming the uh, at the end of this year, later this year, uh, and the economy is likely already in the process of cooling rapidly. The OECD's composite leading indicators for Canada have now fallen to a level that has a perfect track record of predicting recessions going back to over 60 years. The labor market is also cooling significantly. The unemployment rate has risen by 50 basis points or 0.5% in three months, an increase that has historically set the stage for a recession. We also saw EI claims surge 16% month over month in June, and yet another sign that unemployment is rising. With all this, also, you know, people's emotions kind of take over and the focus shifts a little bit. Now we're seeing a, a bit of a resentment towards uh, immigration as well. Lots of articles now that are questioning the government's immigration policy. Uh, headline from Toronto Sun reads, sorry, Toronto Sun reads, high immigration fuels housing shortage. Uh, Bloomberg article tells us that most Canadians see immigration increase as negative for housing costs. That's what it looks like. Uh, Financial Post is telling us that in 2023, is it possible to have a, a reasoned discussion of immigration? And uh, this one is in Globe and Mail. Amid Canada's housing crisis, immigration needs to be slower 
more focused. National Post, record level international students straining Canada's housing supply further. The latest data this week showed international student admissions up 21% year over year in June and up 34% for Q2 overall. And it's even crazier for temporary workers, up 45% year over year in June and up 71% for Q2. Now, in terms of consumer spending, we've always been kind of talking about this for the last, you know, about six months a year. There's always been sort of an upward trend uh, ever since the rates went up to, uh, they're kind of indicating that people are kind of falling behind when it comes to credit card payments to uh, their car payments. Uh, let's take a look at what's been happening in June. Uh, we refer to the Canadian Tire Consumer Index, which kind of tells us, you know, in terms of retail spending, barring the gas stations, what's going on with what well, with people and the way they spend money. So Canadian consumers are experiencing increased financial strain and facing tougher spending decisions. Our Triangle Rewards and credit card data provides us with privileged perspective on the economic landscape. These macro pressures are affecting spend across many external categories. This trend, which we've been observing for the last few quarters, accelerated in the later, later half of Q2, especially the last few weeks of June. The spend per cardholder in Q1 was flat relative last year, but Q2 marked the first quarter since 2020 that saw a decline in spend. At the macro level, what we are seeing is real performance by bifurcation between essential and discretionary categories. At CTR, Canadian Tire Retail, our essentials portfolio was up more than 6% in the quarter, and our discretionary portfolio was shown more than 3 was down more than 3%. This performance delta was evident for much of the quarter and accelerated in June. When we take a look at the um, Canadian Tire same store sales year over year, uh, I think going back to 2020 was the last time there was a dip in consumer spending. Uh, going back to Q1 of 2016, all the way up to now, uh, this Q1 of 2023 was a first quarter where there was a decline of about 0.25, 0.3% in the number of sales. Leon's Furniture has something similar, an index similar to that of Canadian Tire. Here, we started seeing the decline in Q1 of 2022, uh, major decline and the most in the last 10 years in the Q1 of 2023. Obviously, the difference being in a Canadian Tire, you know, the average purchase is not that high. Uh, Leon's, you're looking at furniture, so bigger purchases. So it kind of shows us that people are being very, very discretionary with their spending. So arrears are still at a rock bottom level for now. Uh, obviously, the banks have shown leniency as well by extending amortization. These uh, retail indexes that we're looking at, that kind of tells us that discretionary spending, spending on things that people don't need has actually gone down quite a bit, shows you that confidence is also going down. Uh, couple that with a rise in unemployment, a slowdown in discretionary spending as, household, as households tighten their belts, and an uptick in delinquencies in non-mortgage consumer credit, which has been going on for a while now. So we're seeing all three, uh, and that points towards tougher times when it comes to arrears. All right, that's the latest and greatest for now, and I'll see you in the next video. Take care. Thanks, Blue. Thanks. Blue, you blonder.